It's awesome. Love, love uh, seeing everyone. Thank you guys so much for being flexible with last week. Uh, our staff and overseers all got hit with COVID and various sicknesses like that. I know many of you uh, have been uh, ill this kind of season as well. And so I'm really excited that we could gather today and see you. Uh, and this is a special time for us as a church. Uh, if you're new with us, my name is Zach. I'm the lead pastor here. I want to welcome you to our church family. And I hope that this morning is a place where you can encounter Jesus in a fresh way. If Antioch Dallas is your church home, honored to lead you in this season. And you guys know that we are in the middle of something we do each January of taking time for prayer and fasting. And so we're in the middle of 21 days of prayer and fasting. And we're going to continue talking about that and praying into that today. Today's service is going to look a little different than normal. I just want to say that from the outset, because in this season of prayer and fasting, we want to put special attention on prayer and fasting. So we're spending more time in prayer together this morning and next week in this season. Uh, and we have a number of things that we're going to be praying into um, that I'm excited to share with you guys. And we can just gather as the body of Christ and really be a people of prayer. So with that as kind of getting us started, uh, two years ago, uh, when we were in this season of prayer and fasting, uh, the Lord spoke to some dear friends uh, of ours. So Ellen and Nathan, can you guys come on up wherever you are? All right, this is Ellen, Nathan, and Judah, their newest addition. Um, Ellen and Nathan have, for a number of years, been oaks here in our church. People who, through the way they live, through the way they love, through the way they lead, just display God's splendor. Uh, and Ellen served for a number of years as our children's pastor. Uh, and yes, give her a hand. You are famous. You are famous in this church. And Nathan alongside her, and they led life groups, and just were such valuable part of our church family. Well, two years ago, uh, the Lord spoke to them in a time of prayer and fasting about something new he was calling them to, to go overseas with a part of Antioch's global work. Uh, and so they have been on a journey. Little did they know, January 2020, feeling like God's calling to something new. And then you guys know what happened around February or March 2020, right? The COVID set them back a little bit. The country they were moving to also had some military uprising that made it challenging to go in and Good news, uh, you got pregnant with this little guy, and so we're so excited about him. So after two years of persevering and waiting on the Lord for the right time, they are getting ready to launch out, not to the original country, but a nearby country uh, with Antioch's work. They're going to share a little bit about that uh, today, and we're going to get to dedicate Judah to the Lord as a church family. So Ellen and Nathan, Nathan and Ellen, you guys share a little bit with us about your journey, where you're going, and kind of, I mean, you have a big week ahead of you. So share with us, and we want to pray into that. Thanks, Zach. It feels good to be here. We miss you guys. Um, <laughs> so, um, little recap, a bit of our story. We started attending Antioch Dallas in 2017, right after we got married. 
Nathan was working in consulting and we got plugged in with the awesome life group. Uh, such a good community, life-changing community for us. Uh, we met the Holy Spirit here. I loved being the kids pastor here. It's just been such a joy to know the kids and families and people of Antioch, Dallas. So yeah, like you said, Zach, it's really cool. This is a story of February 1st. So February 1st, around that time, 2020, we were at the, in our prayer and fasting time, and Nathan and I, our one big thing then was, God, if now is not the time for us to go to the nations, tell us no. This has been a dream on our heart for years, and if, if you're saying no, we'll take it, but if you don't say no in these three weeks, we're just gonna pursue what that would look like to go. And so, like God does when you're open to him, <laughs> he spoke really clearly in that week, those times of prayer and fasting, a very clear yes. Um, an invitation kind of out of nowhere came to us to join a church planting team in Yangon, Myanmar. I think if there was a slide like with a map maybe on the screen, you can see um, it's circled in red where we were originally going to go. <laughs> um, we were gonna join a church planting team that was focusing on business and kids among the poor in this really unreached nation. Yeah, so we said, wow, that sounds like us. We would love to do that. And then over the course of the fast with several prophetic words and cool stories, God just said, yes, 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 this is it. So we said, awesome, we're doing it. <laughs> so we spent the rest of 2020 preparing. We um, did church planting training, we raised support, and so many of you in this room are part of our support team, partnering with us in this. Thank you for that, being with in us in this with us, um, we moved out of our apartment, sold our stuff, and we said, okay, as soon as this COVID thing ends, we're moving to Myanmar. <laughs> so that did not happen. Um, and then February 1st, 2021, Myanmar had the coup, like you mentioned. So uh, the military took over the government and effectively just shut down the nation. So um, violent protests, civil war, no flights in or out. Um, the country just kind of completely turned into chaos. And as we're watching this evolve, um, early 2021, we also found out we were pregnant. And so we said, Lord, so many emotions, grief, excitement, and everything we thought this year was gonna hold just imploded, pretty much. So we trust you, though, God. Like, you told us to go to Myanmar. You were so clear, so what do you have for us? And he opened a door. He made a way for us to start learning Burmese language while we were waiting. So he just brought us cool connections in Fort Wayne, Indiana, of all places. <laughs> it's the biggest Burmese population in America. And so God just brought us cool connections there to live with a Burmese lady, um, to take Burmese language lessons every day with a man from Myanmar. We got involved in Burmese refugee ministry and joined a Burmese church and just got like six solid months of language and culture training. So our original plan, we were gonna move to Myanmar not speaking a word of Burmese and not having ever met a Burmese person at all. And now we have a solid language foundation and we have relationships with Burmese people that we love dearly and just like stokes the flame of our passion for these people to know Jesus. So in September, Judah was born and what a gift in a season when we were already having to wait that we also got to wait on such a precious treasure. <laughs> so after he was born, we're saying, okay, God, Myanmar is still completely closed, but we're still in it with you. You've led us every step of the way. What do you have next? And he opened a door again. So on February 1st, 2022, we're flying to Bangkok, Thailand. <laughs> so finally, <laughs> 
So you can see on the screen, it's not all that far from where we were originally going to go. And there's a large Burmese population living right outside of Bangkok. So three other Antioch couples are going as well, all to this area. And we're going to continue learning Burmese language. We're going to live in a neighborhood of Burmese people and be involved in house plant, house church planting movements there. Um, we're hopefully going to get across the border to Myanmar as the Lord allows, um, as he calms brings peace in that chaos over there. Um, and also as just a cool gift from God, it seems we're gonna get to spend two days a week working at an orphanage. So feels like an anointed fit for us and a gift. So our journey to the nations has looked nothing like we thought it would look on February 1st, 2020. But on February 1st, 2022, we can just say with confidence, God is faithful. He is leading us. There has never been a time when we needed to know what to do that he has not spoken clearly to us. We know he cares for us. He gives good gifts to his children. Um, we feel his love for us personally and his love for Burmese people. Um, and it's such a joy to partner with him in his goal of Burmese people coming to know him. So we're ready to go on Tuesday. I think that, um, I, you know, I've shared this with you guys before, but just the authentic joy, the humility, and the willingness that you guys walk in uh, was a gift to our church family when you were here locally, was a gift to Christina and myself uh, and our kids, was a gift to the kids of this church, and I think it's just so awesome and inspiring to me to see y'all as you step into this new phase with as many curveballs as you've been thrown. Be good reason to say, you know what? I think we just, not in, but, but to carry that same joy, that same willingness to serve, and that same faith. And we just wanna honor you for that as your church family. So can you guys just stand up and give them a hand? We're gonna give honor where honor is due. All right, I think we could probably clap for an hour because we love you guys so much. You guys can sit down, uh, but just know that you are loved here, even though y'all are living, uh, gonna be living halfway around the world. And Ellen, as you shared that deal about God spoke to us in 2020, and then the last two years have looked nothing like what we planned, but 2022, we continue to see the faithfulness of the Lord, and we continue to see his hand on our lives. I think that's a prophetic word for our church because I know many of you in this season of prayer and fasting, your one big thing is praying about job direction and you know I've been here and I'm looking at something new and I'm just open to the Lord. And I would love for you just to pray that over our church for everyone here who their one big thing this year is Lord speak to us. And may there be people here that are praying, God, uh, I want you to show us if we're not supposed to go to the nations, right? May they're praying that same prayer. I just would love for y'all to pray that over us and that whatever the direction may be, that that same awareness of God's faithfulness is hand with us, even if that you speak something and then there's some curveballs along the way. So would y'all be willing to do that uh, for us? Okay, great. Why don't you pray? Okay. Nathan, do you want to? 
All right. Jesus, we love you so much, and we love what you're doing at Antioch Dallas. Thank you for the place that this has been for us to steward our faith, to worship you, to grow in you and love you. Um, thank you for all the kids in this church that are uh, just being raised up in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man who will, who will know you and be a next generation uh, to follow you and worship you. Um, God, thank you that you speak. Thank you that we can and hear you. Uh, thank you that you are leading us. And as you have just a global vision for the whole world to know you, you also have roles in that for each and every one of us. And you have uh, seasons for each and every one of us here, whether it's new jobs or kids or what, what do you want me to do next? God, thank you that you are faithful. Uh, thank you that the words you say can be counted on, God. Even if it doesn't look the way we thought, <laughs> we cannot think of a time that what you said did not come to pass, Lord. So thank Thank you uh, for your faithfulness and your goodness to us. Thank you that as you love the unreached nations of the world, you also love us as individuals uh, and you want good things for us and you want us to thrive and you want our thriving to be a part of seeing the world come to know you, God. So would you make it clear to each of us in this room what our part is um, in, in seeing the nations come to know you and in making Dallas, Texas a place where God is known um, and people can come and grow uh, and come to know you. Uh, we love you, and we love being about what you're about, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Just, uh, just, just kind of was uh, meditating on, like, compelled by love, and I think there's people in here who, as you're looking at your one big thing, uh, you're scared that God's going to ask you to do something big because you really don't want to do it, uh, but you feel this obligation that God wants you to do this, and so this is what you have to do. And I think he wants to give you a vision of how deep his love for you is and how deep his love for the world is and that that's gonna be what compels you to follow hard after him. It's not, not to earn righteousness. You are righteous. You have the righteousness of Jesus, but you're gonna be compelled by love to follow him to the ends of the earth, to crazy places, to leave financial security. You're gonna follow him because his love compels us, so. Amen. That's a whole word right there. Wow. So good. Uh, so they wanted to dedicate baby Judah to the Lord with their church family. We're doing baby dedications at church in a few weeks, but you guys aren't going to be here. So we're going to do something a little unconventional, and we're going to dedicate Judah here as a church family. You guys with me? Now, uh, we have been in a pattern and a habit of dedicating uh, children uh, twice a year. Uh, with COVID and everything, it's been a while. So I know that I think there are a number of children that are going to be signed up in February. But I myself, even though I've done a lot of these, I was rusty on, okay, now what do you say again at the baby dedication? So I'm going to read my notes and uh, make sure that I say this the right way. Uh, and we are going to join with them as they dedicate uh, Judah. While I'm, while I'm pulling that up, I want you guys to share just a little bit about him. We've talked about where y'all are going, but share with us a little bit about him. And I'm going to make sure that I have the right thing to say. Yeah, so uh, like, like Ellen mentioned, we found out the same time as the coup that we were pregnant with Judah, and uh, he has just been such a joy in our lives, uh, an unexpected joy, and uh, the name Judah, um, we really just, we landed on it and just loved the picture of who Judah is in the Bible, is he is not the firstborn, so our Judah is a firstborn, but Judah in the Bible is not the firstborn, but he receives the firstborn's blessing from Jacob, uh, not because he's a great leader, 
uh, or because he is powerful or uh, charismatic. It is because he is repentant and humble, and he actually takes the firstborn's blessing because he is quick to repent uh, where the firstborn was not. And so that's something we wanted to bless Judah with. Judah means praised. And we just believe, uh, we believe since the day we found out we were pregnant that he was going to be a praiser of Jesus, that he was going to be somebody who raised Jesus up. Uh, Judah's middle name is Michael. That's my middle name, and it's my dad's first name. Uh, and so just wanted to give him that piece of family that means who's like God. And uh, our, our verse for him, Zephaniah 3.17, that's actually something that uh, we, the, we found out we were pregnant with Judah uh, the very next day, we called our team leaders in Myanmar, and we're like, okay, what do we do? And this was the first thing they responded with. And this has just been something that we've claimed over Judah, uh, that we pray over him every single day, and uh, just, yeah, that the Lord your God is living among you, little man. And, uh, and so we're just so excited to see who he becomes. So good. Okay, so... <clears throat> This, this is a special moment. So although we understand the Bible to teach that each child at some point, Judah at some point, will need to make their own decision to follow Jesus as they mature, it's clear from the stories of Samson's parents, Hannah with Samuel, John and Elizabeth with John the Baptist, and Mary with Jesus, there's something spiritually powerful when parents with thankfulness in their hearts for what they've been given in return commit back to the Lord the children that God has blessed them with. It's here that trajectories of destiny are set. Nations are shaped. History is written out of such acts as these today. Baby dedications are also an opportunity for parents to commit publicly to raising their children in the way of Jesus. And it is a great way for us as a church family to partner together and seeing the next generation impacted for Christ. So I'm going to ask you guys a series of questions, and you are going to respond with, I do, uh, is the proper answer to these. And then at the end, I'll ask the church congregation a question, and everybody here, your proper response is, I do. So Nathan and Ellen, do you receive Judah with gratitude as God's gift to you and your family? Do you commit to each other as parents to create a stable environment in which your child can mature? Will you make a commitment to strengthen your marriage relationship as a part of that stable environment? Do you commit to be parents of personal faith, seeking the Lord, modeling both grace and truth, and living as examples for your children to follow? Do you commit to lead a faith-filled home that seeks to honor God in your relationships and your choices uh, for Judah as he grows? And do you commit to trust the grace of God to make up for your lack, knowing ultimately that he is Judah's good shepherd? All right, here, church family, this is our question. Church, do you commit to love, encourage, and support Nathan, Ellen, and Judah as their spiritual family by the grace of God? And the church says, all right, we're gonna pray for you guys. I think you'll have some family here as well. So if y'all wanna step down here, and if you're part of their family and you wanna be a part of praying for them, come on up. If you are a friend, uh, you were with them in life group, come forward. We're gonna lay hands on them and bless them as we pray over baby Judah. So as y'all come up, y'all start to pray and then I will close us in church. I encourage you to pray for Judah and Nathan and Ellen uh, with all they have going on.
Jesus, uh, we honor Nathan and Ellen and we're thankful for baby Judah. We gather around them as their biological family, Lord, and as their church family. And we bless Nathan and Ellen in Jesus' name. We bless baby Judah in Jesus' name and we commit them and we commit him to your service, to your care, to your leadership, Lord. I pray that Judah would grow up with a song of praise in his heart, Lord. I pray that at a young age that you would fill him with the power of the Holy Spirit, Lord, and that he would be one that testifies of your goodness and greatness in his generation. In Jesus' name, that he will walk with you all the days of his life. In Jesus' name and all God's people said, amen, amen, amen. We love y'all. Honored to celebrate this with y'all. Yes, you can give him another hand. Okay. It's powerful, huh? Powerful. Um, With... um, In this time of prayer and fasting this year, our theme scripture is Isaiah 58. And we've been going over that uh, the past few Sundays, been going over that in our own devotional times with the prayer and fasting guide. But one of the things that we've learned in Isaiah 58 is that when God causes people to fast, it's not purely about uh, our own times of prayer and fasting and seeking the Lord, but it's meant to overflow in love for others, particularly for those in need that that's one of the fruits of an authentic prayer and fasting time in the way of Jesus. And so each Tuesday during these three weeks, we're taking the day to fast from food, whether that be for a meal, a couple meals, 24 hours, we're engaging with fasting from food, and then we're taking the money that we were going to spend on food and giving that to some ministry partners that we know and love that serve those in need here in our community. So week one, we gave to Unbound, Uh, our ministry that does anti-human trafficking. And I shared this last week, but I'm gonna share it again because it's really encouraging. Uh, You guys, out of the meals that y'all gave up and the money that you sowed into Unbound, whether that was, you know, your $1 sandwich that you made at home or your $10 Chick-fil-A or whatever it may be that you sowed into it, we raised $1,400 for Unbound to give to them out of that meal money. That's awesome. Give yourself a hand. And then I had someone in the church call and say, hey, my heart was stirred. I couldn't participate in the fast, but I wanted to match what was given. So they gave another $1,400. So we're able to give, out of people taking their meal money and setting aside, we're able to give almost $3,000 to Unbound two weeks ago. That's amazing. So awesome to live out this passage that we're trying to pursue. Last week, we highlighted our friends at Austin Street Center that work amongst those experiencing homelessness in Dallas. Uh, We love Austin Street, and everybody gave to them. This week, uh, we are giving to Forerunner Mentoring. They're a ministry near and dear to our hearts. So Stephen, will you come up here, my friend? Yes, you wanna give Stephen a hand? Come on, sir. Come on up here. Forerunner is also the king of um, marketing, mentor, like right here. I've got a water bottle. They're good. Um, Some of you, if you've been here for a while, you you know this. Uh, If you're newer, I just want to share this with you. Uh, Christy and I, we met Stephen and Katie, I don't know how many years ago now. Uh, I think it's been at least a decade. A decade, they signed up to do Antioch Discipleship School, fresh out of A&M. All you Aggies, you can do your whoop. There you go. 
fresh out of A&M. Stephen was working at Dallas Morning News. Uh, and we got to know them in the discipleship school. And one of the things that was so apparent about them, was Stephen and Katie, was a hunger for God and a love for the things that God cares about. And Stephen was working down in, the, in uh, West End, so we'd go down there to meet at that little Chipotle there for discipleship. And literally, if you guys think of like the train stop right there, uh, every person that was there that was experiencing homelessness knew Stephen and knew when he got off the train that a friend was there who was going to help them. It was an amazing experience just to watch the grace of God at work on your life. And we'd sit there in that little Chipotle and go through studying the Bible uh, and then initiated with you about being the college pastor. And so for a number of years, Stephen and crew loved on uh, SMU students uh, and invested in there, invested in hundreds of students, lots of, uh, you know, just powerful stories and humorous stories all at the same time. And if you were with us in our old building, whenever it would leak in the roof, Stephen was the one who would figure out how to put the trash bags to, to fix that. Uh, and then Stephen has moved on to work with Forerunner. We got connected with Forerunner a number of years ago. You started serving there while you were the college pastor. And then as you transitioned from here, you stepped in to serve at Forerunner. And now you're the director of Forerunner, which is so cool, right? So when we talk about Forerunner, we're not talking about an abstract group, but we're talking about people that we know and love, and I want you to have the opportunity to share a little bit with us about for, what Forerunner does. We wanna pray over you and the work that you do, and then this Tuesday, I wanna challenge you to take a meal, a couple meals, and the money you would've spent, I want you to sow it into Forerunner and the work that they're doing as we're in this time of prayer and fasting. So, buddy, share with us a little bit about Forerunner. Thanks, Zach, wow. I do wanna tell you that Zach and Tina were fresh off of the mission field in North Africa when I first met them and my impression of missionaries, I was just very intimidated. And I was, I was paired up with Zach the first night of the discipleship school and I was tasked with praying for women in the Middle East. And I was like, you're gonna pair me with the North African missionary and I'm in charge of this prayer. It's like, it was very intimidating, but <laughs> loves being a part of the school with Zach and just his leadership over the church for the past decade has been, a, he's been a blessing to this church. So I know this is about Forerunner, but thank you, Zach, for being here. It, it means a lot to have a pastor that's rooted and planted, just as we're calling new people in to have a pastor who's been rooted here for so long, sacrificing his life on our behalf. So thanks, man. Um, yeah, Forerunner Mentoring, uh, we're the, the organization with an eagle. Actually, it's a phoenix. I thought it was an eagle when I first signed up to be a part. The director at the time said, that is a phoenix rising up from the ashes. And I was like, okay, that is fitting. Forerunner Mentoring is all about raising up forerunners. And so if you know about Forerunner Mentoring, we serve uh, boys from father-absent homes, and we really believe that we're raising them up to be godly husbands, fathers, and leaders when they become our age and they become mentors of their sons and people in their community. And so when you think about forerunner, think about that, um, that, that really we're all forerunners for somebody else. We all are who we are today because of somebody who's invested in our lives. And so all we're doing is engaging 
and stepping out to mentor those in our community to help them fulfill their potential in the name of Jesus. And so thank you guys for being a ministry partner with us. We have many mentors here. And I'd even say that we have students in our program from Myanmar. And so if you are, are attached to the shops, why don't you just come serve in Forerunner and you'll touch the nations as you serve. I mean, Forerunner is an intersection of poverty, of fatherlessness, and the nations. And so that was what drew my heart into it. Um, and, and I hope that that just kind of tugs on your heart and say, yes, Lord, I want to be a part of your kingdom coming on earth as it is in heaven in Lake Highlands here in North Dallas. So thank you guys for praying for us. Awesome. So we want to we want to pray for you. And then I want you to pray for us in just a minute. So Jesus, we thank you for Stephen and everyone at Forerunner Mentoring. We thank you for the partnership uh, that we've been able to have with them and the work that they're doing, Lord, uh, here in our neighborhood. I got here with kids that are, live in our backyard, Lord, the mentoring and the, the uh, life change that they're able to lead kids into, Lord, filled with your power, God. And I just pray uh, in this season, they've been through so much over the last two years with countless curveballs. I pray that you would strengthen Stephen in Jesus' name. I pray you'd strengthen him in his inner man, Lord. I pray you'd strengthen him with power to run the race that you've set before him, Lord. I pray, uh, Lord, that you would give their team wisdom and unity. Lord, I pray for the number of mentors that they need. Lord, I pray you'd raise them up. You'd raise up the finances in Jesus' name, Lord. And we're asking all that, that kids' lives here in our midst, Lord, that they might have a positive mentor, positive male mentor, Lord, that would speak your identity into them, that would mentor them, Lord, and lead them into your ways and lead them into fruitful lives. So we're asking for that in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So, uh, Tuesday, I want to encourage you to sow into Forerunner Mentoring. Stephen, I would love for you to pray over us because part of this time of fasting is we're really trying to capture the things that are on God's heart. And God says, this is the type of fast that I've chosen to loose the chains of injustice, uh, to set the oppressed free, to really carry his heart for the vulnerable in our community. I think this is something that the Spirit wants to do in us. And so I'd love for you as somebody who has led out, you and Katie have led the way, whether back at Dallas Morning News and you are befriending everyone at that DART station to now where this is your vocation, I would love for that anointing that's on your life, for you to pray that over us, that we would carry that same grace, that same love, that same heart, that's God's heart ultimately. So would you pray that over us? Because I know a number of us is what we're praying into in this time. I'd love to. Father, just thank you that you're, you're the king. God, and it is a joy to say yes to you and do the things that are on your heart, just naturally, that you father us into the kingdom. And I just pray um, that you would impart a blessing over this church to have a yes um, when we hear your voice. Thank you that you speak and that you're calling us in. You're inviting us into a vibrant relationship with you every day. God, every day there's an opportunity to say yes to you. And so I, I pray that we would find that, we would cling to it, we treasure the opportunities you give us, Lord. And I, and, I, and I pray for anyone who is timid or feeling a sense of fear or anxiety about stepping out, Lord, I just ask, would you pour grace over that person, pour grace over them to obey you? God, that, that when we learn to obey, we, we stir up the flame that you put inside of us to keep obeying, keep saying yes. And so I just ask, 
God, that you, you would bless us to spur one another on to love and good deeds, God. You, you'd help us to consider how to do that in our life groups, in our families, God, that we, we would obey together. And so no one would be alone, God, in following after you and loving the city. And thank you that you honor those that we speak to. You, you speak dignity and life and love, and you celebrate those that we serve because they're just like us. And so thank you that the, the, the playing ground is level. We're all sons and daughters when it comes to you, God. Nobody is better um, than anyone else. And so I just ask that you would level um, the playing field. You'd humble us that, that loving and serving you is not for um, the, the pros. It's for everybody. It's for the bros and the daughters. So we love you, Lord. Bless us as we serve you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Love you. Eli, can you bring me that water bottle, the red one? Thank you, sir. Told you on product placement. They got, they got their stuff everywhere, everywhere. I need a little drink of water. And if we can get uh, Nancy and Angela and, and Marty and David, if you guys can come forward. Come on up here. Give them a hand. Come on, Miss Angela. Mm. Come over here, Mr. Marty. Hey, hey. Nancy. Hi. David. Okay. These are more legends in our church family. Give them a hand. Um, <clears throat> one of the things that, uh, gosh, I, I lost for words. Um, one of the things that's really important to us is investing in children as a church family. Uh, and you heard about that in different ways. And a number of years ago, we were in the process of looking at how could we, in a new season, invest in the children and the families of the church in a fresh way. And uh, Nancy and Angela, we talked with them about leading the way. They had expressed a heart to pour into parents, uh, leading the way in leading our uh, early childhood ministry for kids zero to four. Uh, and they stepped up to do that and over the last number of years have led that and have served with excellence, with grace, with David and Marty right alongside of them. I didn't know that when we got y'all, we were getting a whole team, but that is right there. That was amazing. And uh, as we planted Antioch Lake Cities uh, last year, we knew that this might be something that God was gonna call them into. If you don't know, Jeremy and Kara Lee, who are the pastors of Antioch Lake Cities, our, uh, uh, Jeremy is Marty and Angela's son. So a little bit of family connection there. Uh, and as they were launching out, Marty and Angela felt like God was calling them to go with their kids, makes sense, uh, to Antioch Lake Cities and serve there. And then David and Nancy, Marty and Angela, y'all have done life side by side for a number of decades uh, together, raised their kids together. And in that process of planting Lake Cities, David and Nancy felt like God was calling them to go there as well. And so we are blessing them and sending them out. We're sending the shops halfway around the world 
We're sending you guys several miles down the road to Antioch Lake Cities, uh, but we have loved getting to be a part of the same church family as y'all. And we're so excited to see you go. And I wanted to share a little bit. Yes, you can give them another hand. I wanna, I wanna just share a few things uh, about them, uh, Angela and Marty. I think one of the things that I've just been so impacted and that Christine and I talk about often in our own, like, in our own um, relationship is seeing the joy and the zeal that both of y'all carry for serving the Lord. And whether that is serving the Lord in the church context, that's serving the Lord through teaching. Angela's one, while she's working up here, she's also like teacher of the year in her school district, just amazing. <laughs> Marty has a substitute taught at I think every school in the area and maybe invited every kid in this region to church. Um, so just, just amazing, but that zeal for serving God and that joy in doing that year after year, uh, just so honored. And I remember when you uh, were in the hospital, Marty and Angela, you were there and came up to visit y'all. And there in that situation, even there, y'all are trying to witness to the nurses and the doctors and share Jesus with them. And I'm just so, so grateful for the way that both of y'all have served the people of our church and the zeal and the honor that you guys have done it with, the joy that you've done it with. It's been an example to me, it's been an example to my wife, and we wanna honor you guys as y'all are taking steps today. So we have some flowers for you. Jasper, can you bring up those flowers, buddy, or River? Okay, can you give those to Miss Angela? There you go. Do you wanna give those to Miss Nancy? Okay, we have some flowers for you. We have a gift for both of y'all. Marty and David, I didn't get y'all flowers, but I hope you can understand. Um, and then David and Nancy, uh, in similar ways, I think even in the discipleship school this last year, y'all shared something. Uh, they went through the discipleship school this last year, and y'all shared that one of the values of your marriage was to always stay hungry for the Lord. And that really struck me because y'all could have been leading the school. Y'all could have been teaching the school. I mean, we could have all been your students in there and I was just so impacted. I've talked to others who were impacted by y'all's continual just hunger and desire to grow in Jesus and y'all's faithfulness to serve. I can't tell you how many Sundays I've seen all of y'all up here serving the youngest among us. And again, those are the examples uh, that, that we want to be. That's the type of people that we want to be and just wanna honor you guys for the way that you have led our church in that, been examples to us. And, you're moving, well, you're not actually physically moving, but you're gonna be going to church down the road, uh, and so we'll still be connected, but we are gonna miss having y'all here as a part of the church. We're gonna miss having y'all with the kids and the families of our church, and we just wanted to honor you guys uh, as y'all take this step and pray over y'all. So let's give them another hand, and then we're gonna pray over them. Jesus, I thank you for uh, David and Nancy Marty and Angela, and I just don't even know that I have words to convey the honor and the respect that I feel, and I know so many in our church family feel for them. Thank you, Lord, for examples of what it looks like to love you, to be lifelong students of Jesus, and to serve the people of God with zeal and consistency. And I pray that as they take this new step, Lord, I pray that you would fill them up in fresh ways by the power of the Holy Spirit, 
that you would bless them. And we're asking that as they go, Lord, that more families in the Garland, uh, Rockwall, uh, Saxe area, Rowlett, would be impacted for Jesus, that more kids would come to know you, that more trajectories would be transformed through their life, through the way they live, through the way they love, and through the way they lead. We bless them as their church family in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen. Love you guys. So thankful for y'all. I wanna ask you guys if y'all will pray over our church before y'all step off the stage. I know another thing that people are praying into is kind of the one big thing is spiritual renewal, just fresh relationship with God, hunger for God, and that's something that I've just seen up close and personal y'all walk in, and I would love for y'all to impart that for every person here that's saying, my one big thing is just fresh depth in my relationship with Jesus. So I wanna, I, we'll start it with you, Nancy, and then David, Marty, Angela, whoever wants to pray. Just want y'all to pray over us in church. I wanna encourage you to receive right now. The Lord wants to minister something to you. Okay. Lord, thank you so much for this time together today. And Lord, yes, we want to be renewed spiritually. Lord, we want to have it as our main focus to spend our lives for your purposes. Help us to spend our lives for your purposes wherever we are, whether we're in Thailand or Garland or Dallas. Father, help that to be our goal, Father. We just pray that that will rise up inside of us and that we will be renewed every day, Father, with a fresh anticipation of how you're going to use us, a fresh, an fresh anticipation of your renewal, Lord. We pray that for this body here, Lord. We know you are faithful. We thank you in Jesus. Yes, Lord. We say yes again to you. God, I just pray for a fresh passion, a fresh love for you this very day for this church body, God. Oh, uh, the, to, to repeat the words of what Nathan said, just to, just to know the love of God, that's what you want for each of us. We, you want each of us to know how much you love us, God. May we return that love to love you with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, God. May we live that out, God, and may that be a witness to the people that need to know it. In Jesus' name. Yes, Father, we love you. We thank you for all that you've done for us. And Father, we just pray that um, that love that you have for us will burn in our hearts and that we would um, just desire and seek to love you more every day. Father, um, thank you for giving Jesus. And Jesus, thank you for suffering for us. Thank you for what you have purchased for us. May that ever be before us, God, as we live our lives, that, um, that the way we live, God, that it would be a reward for your suffering, that what we give, every day would be just uh, giving back to you. We can never repay you, God, but we can live our lives trying. And on that day when we meet you face to face, God, may we just fall at your feet and know that it was all worth it. God, we love you. I pray, God, over Antioch, Dallas, that you would just renew our passion for you, Lord, that you would renew the love that we feel 
in our hearts for you, that we would love you with all of our heart, all of our mind, all of our soul, and all of our strength, God, until the day when you come uh, and take us home. And we look forward to that day, God, in Jesus' name. God, we thank you for the Dallas church here. We love these guys. We miss them. We're grateful that they uh, sent us out to Garland and to the Lake Cities area. God, we pray for the filling of your Holy Spirit of each of us. We pray, God, that we would hunger and thirst for more of Jesus. And I pray, God, that our boldness would grow just like you did the church in Acts that would be filled God and that we would go out with a passion for people and I pray that our excitement about Jesus coming uh, would fill us that we wouldn't wait till heaven to get excited that we would be filled now and uh, we would love the people around us Thankful, God, for this church and thankful for Zach and Christina and the other leaders. Bless them, fill them. God, help us to know that this side of life is short and the long life on the other side is forever. To use our days for you because Jesus is worthy. Bless this church and use them, God, and keep us united uh, with Dallas, Antioch, and Lake Cities, Antioch. May our unity continue and be something that shows people Jesus. God, I, I have a specific prayer for Dallas Church here, that every mom, dad, and child would spend time with you every morning in your word until Jesus comes, that our hunger for you would cause us to get out of bed early and to meet you uh, on the couch or wherever to receive your word every day. We love you, God, and we look forward to Jesus coming. It's going to be so fun. Thank you for your son. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Give them a hand. Love y'all. All right. We got a little bit more. Uh, so lots of coming and going, but it's awesome to get to share this as a church family. So uh, with Nancy and Angela stepping out, if I can get Donnie, Macy, and Danielle. Danielle, if you come forward, come on up. Mom, Miss Danielle. Um, and so we want to continue, uh, even as we're sending out, we want to continue investing in the next generation. That was one of our big goals from our For the City theme of this last year, was to invest in the next generation. So I want to I share with you some updates in that area. Um, and so you guys know Donnie right here is our family's pastor. He's overseeing family ministry. We love Donnie. That's going to continue Macy uh, is overseeing kids and students, our kids and students director. So that's awesome. Give her a hand. And then 
the, the legend Danielle Palm is going to be joining our team, which is so exciting. Uh, if you don't know Danielle and her husband Kevin, again, have been oaks in our church family for years and years. And through the way that they carry themselves, through the way that they love, through the way that they lead, they've displayed God's splendor. Danielle is a legend in the school system, in the special ed community. People are always asking her to help with various projects in that regard. Um, and they have fostered for a number of years and been a part of our church. And in this season, she's sensing God calling her to join our kids and families team. So really excited about that. So as we're sending Nancy and Angela out, we're receiving Danielle in a new way. Macy stepping up, Donnie stepping up. So I wanted you guys to know that and just want to say a prayer over them as they start and particularly Danielle as she starts. So put my arm around you. Jesus, thank you for Danielle. Uh, thank you for Macy. Thank you for Donnie. Thank you for uh, this new season that even as uh, Marty and Angela and David and Nancy launch out, that we can build on the foundation that they've laid. And I pray that you would uh, fill uh, this team and all those that serve in the children and youth uh, ministry, Lord, that you would fill them with the power of the Spirit, Lord, and that you would use our church to invest in the next generation. The next generation might know that you're for them because they've experienced adults in their lives, the body of Christ being for them. And through that, that they would know your great love. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Okay, you guys can step down. So exciting, just lots of comings and goings for this time of prayer and fasting. I wanna invite you to stand and worship team. If I get you to come up to lead us in one final song. The worship team is going to lead us, and we're going to celebrate as we continue to fast this week. Um, so if you guys, as you guys come forward, Jesus, thank you, God, that in this time of prayer and fasting, that just like with Antioch of old, that the Holy Spirit is speaking and calling people and setting things apart and bringing things together, Lord. And we as your people, we celebrate that. And we continue, Lord, just to make space Lord, to get still so that we could get clear, so we could hear you in a fresh way. And I pray for every one of my friends gathered here today, Lord, that this time would be a time where you're speaking to them, where you're highlighting things to them, Lord. We're looking for your leadership in our lives, and we just humble ourselves under your mighty hand. As the worship team leads, I wanna invite you to respond. <laughs> 